Hello, everyone, and welcome to Being Naked. My name is Venus Kasselberg, your host. This is where we discover the gift of vulnerability and the magic of being you. I am so excited to introduce our guest today, Brendan Fitzgerald. He's been on Comedy Central, written for Comedy Central, and is a host, is the host <laughs> of Spiritual Asshole Podcast which I was recently a guest on and had so much fun. And I'm just so inspired by you, Brendan, and the who you are in the world and like the laughter, the joy, just the en enjoyment of life that you bring. And so thank you so much for being here. Uh, yeah, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I've never been naked with clothes on before. So this is the first <laughs> for me. Thank you. It's a new experience. It feels very freeing. It feels comforting. comforting. It's <laughs> wonderful. You're welcome. That's great. So I would love to dive in a little bit into your past because I yeah. heard that when you were a kid, you actually had some religious upbringing. Ooh. And <laughs> Ooh. and Ooh. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm mean, not. To, this isn't a therapy session. No, it's going. It's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> No. But I would love for you to just share kind of like your background a little bit. Where no, this is from? actually, I, I had that reaction because this is actually like really interesting. You're saying this to me now and I'll get to why that is. Um, I grew up very Catholic. I grew up, my mom used to take me to church every morning and she used to bribe me by buying me donuts, which explains why I'm still obsessed with donuts. Because <laughs> I think it's like my way of being rewarded to sitting through dark pain. And it's also where I go when like, I'm really sad. I'm like, oh, this makes tons of sense now. And then I remained Catholic till I was probably about 20. And then I went on like this massive spiritual, I would almost call it a quest from ages 20 to probably 27, where I was like trying churches. I went to Quaker meetings. I went to like crazy, uh, like evangelical stuff where people pray over you. I was like, I joined this Christian church in Brooklyn that was there for a while. And then ultimately it led me to The Secret, which sort of started this like new thought, self-help, wellness journey. And that was about 2010. So I've sort of gone, been going down that road since then. And then most of the work I've been doing is trying to erase my childhood <laughs> <laughs> and everything I learned from Catholicism. And the reason why I said that this is interesting and speaking of being vulnerable, I have a friend who I worked with at this job for two years when I was in New York and he just wrote this article. And I think it's okay if I talk about it where he was just came out and just said he was raped by a priest. And I was just like, like the last two days I've just like brought me back to the, the Catholic times. And I'm like, oh, there's still like a little, like it just, it made me, it's made me feel a little uneasy because I'm like, oh, there's still a lot of darkness there. And like, I've like, I've now just re had to revisit it again. And I'm like, oh man, I want to just get past this. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's good, man, because I feel like I'm in such a different place. And if my, like a lot of my family still goes, and if I ever have to go out of sheer, like being forced to, which I try not to go, I just sit there and make fun of it the whole time. So it's great. 
<laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, we've, I had it too. I had Catholicism, Christianity. I, you know, I didn't have it really deep, but like, you know, I went to Bible camp for kids and, you know, it was like, you're going to go to hell, uh, you know, and all that stuff. So, as, and I remember getting saved when I was six and then went back to camp when I was 11 and they were saying, you know, you're going to go to hell if you aren't saved. And I thought, well, maybe I didn't do it right. So I should get saved again. So, <laughs> uh, so, so I was saved twice, whatever that means. I don't know. Yeah. But we've all, a lot of us have had that. And yes. I, I want, I would love to know more about like, how did you start to change things for yourself? What can we encourage people? Like you can break free from your past. Yes. By making different choices, what what sort of choices did you make? I would say start with the premise that everything you learned is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like literally when you go to Catholic church, the first, one of the first things you do is you stand up, you beat your chest and you say my faults, my faults, my faults. So that objectively is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's like so objectively insane to even think about right now, but it's not about beating up on Catholicism. What I would say is that just know that number one, to go back to our episode, there's nothing wrong with you. Like if you have these thoughts of like bad Christian up, like, like guilt feeling terrible, it's not because something's wrong with you. It's only because the programming you received sucked. And you took it in and you took it in at a time when you had no choice but to take it in. That's yeah. what I, that's where I get so sad because I'm like, literally you're downloading insanity on a completely blank slate, innocent human being. So mm -hmm. that's where I get upset. Cause I'm like, this sucks. They didn't have a choice. So just know, start there. Like know that that programming is wrong. Anything that tells you that you're not love and inf infinite, anything is possible, you're amazing, is wrong. Flat out, wrong, wrong, wrong. Like there's nothing wrong with you. Start there and then start to seek out inspirational messages in people that will empower you to not think that anyway and know that it's gonna be a process and it's okay, you know? Mm -hmm. it, and that. like, it, it's gonna be a minute. I mean, it took yeah. you a while. I'm at year 12, <laughs> baby. <laughs> And I feel like I'm hey, just. Hey, I got you beat. Twenty-two years. <laughs> yeah, and the good news is, is the quicker you catch it, like the younger you are, and the, like I see all these Gen Z people being like, "I'm amazing." I'm like, "Damn it, man!" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm like, you guys will just be good forever." I'm like, "That's so cool," but like, don't don't worry. Like, it, it doesn't have to be twenty-two years. You could get it, or tw or twelve years. You can get it right away. But just know that like it's okay if it's a process. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah. you said something, you said you found the secret. So tell me how that changed you. Like, well, just the idea of the power of your thoughts. I didn't even, I never realized that was even a thing. Like mm -hmm. I didn't even know that, oh, your thinking matters. I thought we were all walking around operating under the, like the cloud of a God or something outside of us that will be like, and now you will be rewarded <laughs> or like now you did good things. So you will get these things. It's like the most hilarious and American way of looking at something where it's like, yes, if I do everything exactly right, then I will be given something. And it's like, that is totally not true. And so I started, and, I, and when I read the secret, I saw it instantly. I was like, Oh my God, like things that I were like thinking and believing were happening instantaneously. 
then what happened was I started falling back into my old pro my old Catholic programming that told me I sucked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, dude, no, 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 no. Trust me. You suck. So all of my, all of my work has been undoing that thinking. And it's not just from Catholicism. I don't want to just blame them. Like it's could be from parents. It could be from family, friends, like you could get bullied. I have someone who told me yesterday they got trauma because they wanted to, they had a crush on a guy and he pulled her aside and was like, Hey, um, I have a crush on your uh, friend. <laughs> and she's like, for the rest of my life, trauma <laughs> about like, liking guys. So it's, it, it, it's not just Catholicism. Like it can come, we, we all have it, you know? Yeah. 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 So what are some of the tricks that you use to kind of get you in a different mind frame? Like, let's say you wake up on a bad day. Like Ooh. it's not a great day. What do so you many, so many. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking about like, I want to, so when you watch a pro football game, the coaches have like a play, like a play sheet on this laminated piece of paper. I'm like, I want to walk around with a tool play sheet and I'm like, all right, you're feeling this way. Call this play where you now say this affirmation. <laughs> like, like I want to do that. Like really, because I feel like there's so, I mean, okay. So I meditate, everybody met, like everybody has said, I've now talked to 103 people on my podcast, 103 incredible self-help experts, almost every single person says meditate. And that is really the easiest place, in my opinion, to start. And you don't have to make it long. You don't have to make it a big thing. And most importantly, you don't have to make yourself right or wrong when you do it. Mm -hmm. That's the most important meditation tip. Like everyone I know who's trying is like, I suck at it. I'm like, all right, well, that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's our like American minds of like awarding good or bad. And like, no, that's not the point of meditating. It's okay. If, if you want to quit after 20 seconds, quit. Mm -hmm. Or I would recommend set a very low bar for yourself. Don't say I'm going to meditate for 30 minutes. Say I'm going to meditate for three minutes. Yeah. And then tomorrow meditate for four minutes, like yeah. build off of smaller goals. That's like one of the best things I've talked to a lot of habit people and it's one of the best. And that works out for working out. It works out for anything. Then affirmations, when done in a good headspace, are incredibly effective. And the, there's a very key distinction here. When you're feeling terrible about yourself, it's very hard to do affirmations. And don't worry, I wouldn't try to do that. Uh, subliminal meditations on YouTube. I really experienced an incredible shift in my life about six, four months ago when I was like, I'm going to brainwash myself with subliminals. Any second that I had in a free minute, I had a weird voice. I'm like, my neighbors are going to think I'm insane of like some man with an Indian accent being like, you are perfect. <laughs> you are amazing. I am good. And I'm like, I am good. Subliminals, you cannot go wrong. I think energy work, like I have not done the bars. I really want to. That's really changed my life because what energy work will do is it will pull those old beliefs that are on a reciprocal pattern and cycle going on deep in your subconscious mind, and it will rip them out, which I think is incredibly important because it, it stops the crazy cycles, you know? So yeah. like energy work, like bars, um, EMDR, uh, just energy meditation. Mm -hmm. I've done so much Reiki. I, I, yeah, I think, you know, you've done all, you've done it all. You're the yeah. expert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you've done <Yeah>. everything. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. So yeah. basically a pattern interrupt like just the, there's different things that you can do just to change things. I love that. I love that. And just do something like, honestly, I used to lay in my bed face down depressed for like 40 minutes at a time. And honestly, the answer in that moment is just stand up <laughs> <laughs> and just be proud of yourself that you stand up, just make your mm -hmm. bed. Yeah. Pattern interruption and know that the spiraling you're experiencing in your thoughts 
is not the truth and you have to interrupt it because it's just old programming on a continuous loop, you know? So, yeah. Cool. And then just in case anybody's listening has never heard of the bars, it's access consciousness, the bars, and you can find out more about it. (laughs) I know. I really want to try it. And I'm going to, ever since we talked, because you're like the third person to tell me about it. So I'm excited to try it. Cool. Yeah. Well, I can help find somebody in your area. So. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, no, I would, I would, I'm definitely going to do it. Cool. Awesome. And then, so would you consider yourself spiritual? (laughs) You know, that's a great question. Um, let me give you the pretentious answer. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. My pretentious answer is I want to go as far away from labels as possible, but I am deeply believe in spirit it's like the only thing i believe in call it source god everyone calls it things differently universe that's all i think there is awareness consciousness so yes i would say yes but the whole thing where people are like i'm spiritual not religious i've tried to even get away from that because who cares because right. <laughs> that dude's at a bar trying to hook up with a girl and he probably has a guitar at his house and he wants to play it for you so like They'll stay away from that guy. But no, yeah, I mean, of course, I would say yes, definitely. But I also think it's extremely important to make fun of spirituality because it's also hilarious. Right. <laughs> like, I'll have conversations with my friends and I'll be like, we got to stop. This is insane. <laughs> oh, I love that. And so I really want to know, like, what led you to or what happened in your life that led you to create Spiritual Asshole, the podcast? Well, it's kind of combined my two favorite things. Like, I've been on this comedy track since 20. 2007. So mm-hmm. I was most comedy track. And then low key, I was in the closet spiritually because <laughs> all of my comedy friends, like, we're not talking about that. Like, no, like I'm the kind of person, like literally I would be the kind of person that they would then go on stage and make fun of if I told them what I was really doing. <laughs> like you believe in the power. Oh, how's your vision board, man? Just like making fun of me. Uh, <laughs> nice crystals. So I would just keep all that really hidden and low key because I didn't want to get ridiculed. But then it just started growing. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm constantly emailing people who I love self help stuff, spiritual quotes. It's like what I'm talking about. Most of the time, I would go out to bars and like hold court in the corner of a bar and be like, let me tell you about your soul. So I was like, (laughs) I think I just need a podcast to stop doing this to people. (laughs) So I decided to combine both the things. And for me, it was a big coming out and because as to go back to my religious upbringing my mom is extremely christian and and thinks like ever like all this stuff is the devil actually that's like literally what she believes mm-hmm. so like it's not an exaggeration so i was like okay i know she's gonna hate this i know that it's gonna be controversial because they don't even know the side of me but i'm like i have to do it and i have to say like yes there were some bumps in the road but I feel so free, man. I'm like, whoa, right. I'm actually me almost completely now for the first time in my life. And it's an incredible feeling. So I just like encourage anybody, and this goes back to your podcast, that you would be surprised at the reaction you get when you put it all on the table and you're like, well, this is who I am. And the ball is now in their corner to judge you. <laughs> and right. if they do that, sucks for them. Like, that's on you, dude. Like, sorry. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I, I adore you and you, I love your humor and I just, I love who, that, who you're being in the world. Like, you're just like, Hey, this is it. And it is such an invitation to everybody out there. And that's why I wanted to have you on here. Cause I'm like, guys, you can be you and change the world. Like you can like, and it's whatever your 
thing is it doesn't have to you don't have to be like brennan you don't have to be like me we don't need clones yeah. <laughs> like, no like, no you're not us yeah <laughs> right but that and so i yeah i just want to acknowledge you for that like oh really, no thank you no it's so it's so it was so great talking to you i think also i want to point out to people that and this is when a major part of the podcast your flaws are funny like <laughs> it's funny when people die at funerals what do they talk about like the dumb shit that people did because <laughs> it's because it's funny like right. in the end everything is funny and that should be embraced like don't run away from the flaws or the mistakes all comedy is is pointing it out and laughing at it and being like aren't we stupid humans this is hilarious right. and we should embrace that don't be ashamed of that and i think that that is what i hope people also get from my podcast like i will have a really serious conversation for someone for five minutes and I will purposely say something incredibly stupid as a reminder to us all that like, it's all doesn't matter. It's all funny. It's, it's all stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. in the end, it's all funny. Like it's all yeah. good. I mean, I think about my mom's dad who was this incredibly stern Catholic man who would just be like, Ooh. he was funny, but he was very, we were all very scared of him. He low key secretly smoked cigarettes and we all knew it. Everybody in my mom's family knew it. Everybody had to go around being like, I don't know. He doesn't smoke like this, like whole Catholic, like repression thing. Now, when we talk about him, we're like, oh man, remember when we caught him smoking and we think it's the funniest thing in the world. Like I'm like, yeah, I caught him like four times and it was really funny. And I had to pretend like I didn't see him throw his cigarette. <laughs> but again, that's his flaws. And that's funny. It's fine. It's human. You are a human and the more you embrace that part of you and accept it and laugh at it, the better you're going to be. Like, I know that, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And like you, I've said this too. It's there's just a, when you're doing that and being that it's so freeing. Yes. Like It's like, Oh, thank yeah. God I can breathe. I don't have the corset on anymore. <laughs> like, I mean, for God's sakes, you're talking about sex in Utah. What could be more <laughs> freeing than that? <laughs> you are a pioneer it. man <laughs> i'm leading the way <laughs> yeah yeah you're leading the way great well i i've been listening to your podcast i love it and oh awesome uh, you have some like had some amazing people on there and i'm yeah. wondering like what's been some of your biggest takeaways in the last couple of years number one nothing's wrong with you so like thank you for that continuing that message people can't hear that enough also covered in our episode, like you are actually the one you're looking for almost. I'm really encouraged. And I, I, I hope I think you feel the same way by how that conversation is now almost at the forefront of every relationship expert. Like, mm. listen, yeah, find love, but know that like it ain't going to be the end. <laughs> like, <Right>. it's like <laughs> that's not actually what you're looking for. In fact, my guest this week, Kim Velez, who I love so much went goes so far in our episode as to say it actually is irrelevant who you are at who you like or love because their entire job is to mirror your inner world back to you <laughs> and i was like oh and she's like i just picked this guy next door because he's close <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like the mirror's right there dude i don't have to go far for this mirror right? but i would say that um everything everything is a mirror is like ooh. That is so freeing because now you don't have to be reactive. You can now go inward without hopefully blaming yourself. The missing piece for me was like, I would blame myself. I see the mirror. I see the awareness. I see the person. 
say like reflect something back to me that's triggering, but then I would beat myself up. Now I'm like, oh, this person's showing you that you're not free here yet. That's wow. That is so freeing, man. It's like, Mm -hmm. dude, get let everybody else off the hook. Like, call off the anger, call off the gossip. Like, just it's all about you. Like the truth is it, it really is. And what's so funny is that like, you could say this, like you're the God of your reality and people get so uncomfortable and offended. And it's like, okay, let me ask you a series of questions. Um, <laughs> who is deciding what you actually like? Who is deciding everything that you process everything through you? Nobody else is making those calls right. in a way. Like you are the one you're the only one deciding everything right at all times you have that power so it makes tons of sense to me so that that was um yeah i would say those are the biggest ones and then um recently i've been really getting into the people who talk about the power of assumption which uh neville goddard which i like love this idea which is to assume that you are the wish fulfilled already act as if you are a millionaire act as if you already have the love in your life like those things Mm -hmm. i love it yeah Cool. And that, that's actually more kind of along the lines of see the secret. Like, yeah, yeah. I would say it's like a little bit farther. Cause I, I was using the law of attraction as almost a God where I was like, if I think the right thoughts and the right vibration, then the universe will bring me everything. And I'm like, no, what if you just become it and know that you're already it versus being like, please award me my things. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great distinction. Yeah. Yeah. So be that's it. what really was missing for me. Cause I would do that and then look around and be like, it's not here. And then I would be like, Oh, I know what to do. Blame yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Make yourself wrong. That's like myself <laughs> extremely wrong. So like I literally, I went from literally it was, it's again, to go back to what we're talking, like the, your first question, it's funny. I went from a Catholic Christian upbringing where it says like a God will bring you something or if you're good enough, you'll be rewarded to then just doing it with law of attraction. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, no, no more of this. <laughs> no more of this outside force is going to reward me if I behave correctly. Like mm-hmm. I'm done with that, you know? Awesome. That's yeah. really great. Cause yeah. it, it's, and it's funny. I actually am writing another book and it's, uh, you are this, it's, I'm not telling you the title, but it's okay, about no. you being the source of your life. So, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it's, it, and the quicker people get this, the more free you're going to be. It's scary, but I'm telling you, like, it's so freeing. Like, <laughs> forget what anybody else is doing. Like, how good does that feel? My God, it's yeah. incredible. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, do you believe there's a gift in being yourself? Uh, Yes. <laughs> is, this a, is this a loaded question? <laughs> well, the next question is, what do you believe that gift is? Or what is what are the greatest aspects that you see about yourself? I think the only purpose to be on earth is to be the fullest version of you, period, mm-hmm. full stop. And that everybody is uniquely given gifts, talents, and unique perspectives to further the progress of the entire universe, to put it lightly. <laughs> <laughs> So when you (laughs) just a little lightly, so when you are it, you're benefiting all of us. So Mm -hmm. don't look at it as selfish. It's actually the opposite. Like nobody wins if I never did my podcast because I was scared of what my mom or other people think who like they might be upset. But then that then that's an opportunity for those people around you to look at their own stuff and be like, why am I being triggered by this? Right. You know? 
So when you get to be the fullest version of you or you get to be like the gifts that you are, I was just thinking about like how incredible the breadth of humanity is. Like I'm, we're here doing this podcast right now. Somebody's in Antarctica, like punching a polar bear. Like that's an insane, <laughs> like, and they're like, I got to, uh, my job is to uh, hug polar bears. You're like, wow, incredible job. It's amazing. Like, <laughs> and then like someone's a DJ right now, like in Bali, you're like, dude, cool. Really cool. But it's like the more, like the more that you like, Think about the breadth of all of that. You can be any of these things. Like, that's so exciting. The more that you are those things, the more we all benefit. Like, your gifts are so important. We need you, man. Like, we don't. We need the full version of you, the real version of you. Like, fear will get us all and it will hold us back at times. But the more that, and I'm not fully there at all, but like the more that we get to that full version, the more we all win for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, I think that leads into my next question. Um, if you could have it, people get anything out of your podcast, what would it be? Um, I hope that they leave f- laughing a lot and just feeling better about themselves and knowing that there's nothing wrong with you and that um, like we're all on this hilarious wild journey together. Like that's what I hope people take away <laughs> and, and like just feeling a little bit better, a little bit more empowered. Like it's not, a, I'm not out here to tell people how to live. I hope that I'm only giving them tools to look and empower themselves more. Like I'm not about here being like, put Brennan on a stage and show how good he is. Like I like being on stages, but like, <laughs> Like the idea of like a Tony Robbins thing to me is that's not my jam. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I not, no offense to him, but like, I don't have a, a guru mindset. Like I want to do comedy. I would do, I want my goal is to do stage shows with spiritual asshole and like have comedians, actors, and I mean, uh, musicians and so, and spiritual people on a panels together. Like, I think that'd mm-hmm. be so fun, but yeah, my goal is that I want everyone to leave laughing more and just feeling better about themselves and knowing that, Whatever crazy stuff is swirling around in your brain, we're all thinking similar thoughts. <laughs> and, it's, and it's very okay. Like you're 1000% not the first person to think or do whatever thing you think was bad or crazy. Mm, great point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm really, you being you, it's just such a gift. I want you to really get that. And Oh, um, thank you so much. <laughs> and if you guys have not heard of Brendan Fitzgibbons, spiritualasshole.com. The podcast is incredible. You will laugh your ass off and be inspired to grow, to change, to be you. And so thank you, Brendan. Thank you for being here. And thank you everybody for watching. We're so great. Thanks for the sick publicity. This was great. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime. All right. Awesome. Bye everyone. Bye.